This is Barbara with Canna Girl Speaks Podcast. My voice, your voice. Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with the Canna Girl Speaks Podcast, and I'm always excited to be recording a new podcast uh, week to week. And I also want to say thank you always for this for supporting the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. Thank you for always watching on YouTube and listening on any of the podcast um, links. And so this evening, I um, I have two gentlemen on that um, are going to come and talk about, you know, different things, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess. (laughs) So I'm going to have them introduce themselves. They're going to tell a little bit about themselves. So we have John and we have Houston Clark. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. How are you? Thank you for being on the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. I'm so excited that you took the time out to come on. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell the listening audience, those that are watching out on you, watching on on YouTube, and those that are listening on on podcast um, links, Mm -hmm. um, who Houston Clark is and who John is. Houston, you want to start first? Sure. Um, Well, I'm uh, currently I I retired a few years ago, and currently my wife and I are developing a farm to table venue out in a little unincorporated area of the county called Purden. And that uh, takes up uh, a good bit of my time. We're yeah. um, in the process of, of developing those components so that when people um, come onto the property for whatever reason, they can um, pick the produce um, that we're growing. And if they want meat, we have uh, choices for them there too. So okay. super excited about it. Yeah. John? Uh, my name is Jonathan Wilson. I've lived in uh, Corsicana now uh, four years. Okay. Um, my wife is the um, director of the library. That's how we got here. She has a PhD in library science, and she's very passionate about what she does. And uh, at the time, we were living in California, and I told her that I would go anywhere in the country she wanted to go. Here's where we <laughs> so you came to Corsicana. We came to Corsicana. Yeah. Came to Corsicana. So I have been to Purden Groves. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's in it's in a, out in the country. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and if you want to know where Purden Girls is, you can probably uh, Google it. I mean, I know I, they even have a, a TikTok on um, Purden Groves. <laughs> and so, um, John, um, you wanted to, we wanted to talk about um, Habitat for Humanity. Yes, so that's right. that's one of the main reasons why we wanted to come on and talk about that that organization that that program. So why don't you give a little bit of talk about the Habitat for Humanity here in Corsicana? Sure. County. So uh, Habitat for Humanity in Corsicana has been it's about sixteen years now. We've built fifteen houses. I've I've, I've only been in the last two, but we've built fifteen houses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a great way for people to. Uh, get an opportunity to own a house that maybe never, maybe they would never ever get to own a house. So when you talk about Habitat for Humanities, and I'm familiar with the program, um, you said you, you've built how many houses now? 16? So 16. 16. Uh, we're on our 16th house. 16. Now. So why don't you tell those that are um, that are lo- that are watching and listening? You know how how does a, how does a program? How can you get into the program? Ah, uh, well, so the program always starts with an application. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll warn you, they are on, they ask for lots of information. Um, the application process is uh, it's completely doable. It's just there's a lot of information. So when I, is so when so when do you need to apply for? Because I know there's a certain time of season. So right now would be a great time to get get your application. It would give you a couple months to get it filled out, and then applications need to be in by January. I think the magic date is about the twentieth, but mm-hmm. I'm not positive. Not positive. Okay, yeah. and so um, once you get the application in, what's the process? 
So once the application goes in, um, it's taken out of our hands. Uh, we send them all to what we refer to as big habitat. Big habitat, <laughs> uh, big habitat really just refers to the the sort of corporate portion of it in mm. uh, in Dallas. Um, and because of of things in in the banking industry, we are effectively the the biggest subpar lender in the country. Wow. Um, if you take all of Habitat together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're really not a good bank because we don't even collect interest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really? So now, so once you get through that process, then what's the next process? So, um, for example, in the previous year, we started with, I believe it was 22 applications and it boiled down to two people. Wow. And um, once those two people came through the process, they were interviewed by a committee from, from Habitat. And actually this year, uh, we had the the fortunate or unfortunate uh, event of having two houses. Oh, so wow. each one of them actually got a house. Wow! So are you st- are they are they have they been built? Uh, one of them one of them will be built. We have we have stakes in the ground and we're uh, <laughs> contracting for a, a foundation person right now. The other one is completed and has actually been completed for about seven years. Um, the people who owned it. Uh, it was just an unfortunate story where they stopped making payments. Oh wow! So there's there's there are payments. So yes. so explain that because sometimes when you think about Habitat for Humanity, you think oh there's free housing. No no no, it's not a free house. It's it's actually it's anything but a free house. Uh, what happens is we have a lot of volunteers that come and we build a house. Mm-hmm. And as part of building that house, if you're picked, you have to invest over 200 hours of sweat equity. And some of it can be yours, some of it can be families. I, there's a whole formula for that. I'm not, I'm yeah. not real familiar with that part. Um, but we build a house. And at the end, the the hour cost for building the house, and because you know we do have to pay for things like we pay for the foundation, um, we've discovered that it's easier to pay for people to do the wallboards and and some of the insulation and stuff like that. Um, but once we built the house, uh, whatever our cost is um, gets passed along, and you get a. 20 to 25 year mortgage. The reason I say it's 20 to 25 years is because we we pick a number that uh, the person can comfortably live with. Hmm. So, so they do pay. They pay. They pay mortgage. Yes. And like you said, then this recent person didn't wasn't able to maintain it. Right. Well, this, so, there was one per. I mean, one, out of what? out of 15 years, apparently they've had to repossess two houses. Oh, okay. This was just an unfortunate moment. Yeah. Um, he they hadn't paid in over 24 months. And, oh, okay. Uh, we worked with them. I mean, our goal is never to. I, we don't want to own this house again. Yeah. It was never the goal to own this house again. And in fact, uh, it was very painful because it involved a physical eviction. I mean, the, the oh, gentleman wow. stood there while we removed all of his property from the house. So has the house been, is anybody living in the house no, now? No, no. Right now the house is not being lived in, but uh, it's taken us about six months to get it cleaned up and clean. And, and it should be ready for somebody in the next uh, two to three months. So how important is it for the organization to know like the community to know like you know like salary base you know that kind of because you know home ownership is very important yes but you know sometimes you know we dive into and not really understanding the whole you know it's, process of home ownership yes and i agree that it's very important to understand the process i would argue that one of the things as a group that we have not done particularly well is teaching the home ownership part yeah um and I, I didn't realize until, you know, I mean, I grew up in a family where we had a mortgage. And, yeah. You know, my parents, they never talked about how much the mortgage was, but mm-hmm. you always talked about paying the mortgage. And it was explained to me how the mortgage, when you pay your mortgage, it's really in three parts. There's 
uh, well, four parts, I guess. So there's the, the payment to the bank, which is both interest and principal. Yeah. And then there's a piece that's held back for insurance. And there's a piece that's held back for uh, real estate taxes. And, yeah. You know, but I remember my parents telling me about that a long time ago. <laughs> so you have a, gener- you have a, um, you know, because I know courts can, I know right. my community. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a community of people that, a community, some of them, like I said, don't know. Right. You know, and I know we have Habitat for Humanity but, um, you know, it's just important, you know, to me, I feel like if you're going to bring a program like that, you know, to bring the education piece of it. Yes, and that's even with even type of home, home ownership, yep. even if you're, uh, you know, trying to, you know, I, I've, I've held um, home ownership, you know, course, you know, courses here mm-hmm. to no avail. Nobody showed up. Yep. And so sometimes people are just not ready. Right, you know, yeah. they're not yeah, ready. And so, I mean, they sometimes the, your eyes are bigger than, you know, mm-hmm. and then you take off, you, you know, you take off, you eat more than you can chew, you know. And so um, it's just all about education. It is. You that's know? one of the things that. Um, the board, John and I are, are both on the board. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things the board's been heavily in discussions with the last probably y- year, I think yes. at least, um, uh, is making sure not only that that someone can financially qualify, but has the education um, to so that they know how to budget yeah. and be prepared to make that a priority in their budgeting. and. If you haven't grown up that way, um, sometimes that's not just sort of in- instinctual. Yeah. And, um, I think that's one of yes. the things that crushes us the most is if someone can qualify financially but isn't really ready from a commitment to to keep that mortgage because it it's it's an incredible gift. Yeah. Um, and most people really want that, and so we want to help find the right people and educate them. Yeah, because, you know, you have, sometimes you have a lot of, sometimes you have those generationals, generational situations where families are renters, they've yeah, been yeah, renters yeah. forever, mm-hmm. you know, and so home ownership is just not in their, you know, in their well, view. Yeah. You know, you and know? along those lines, we get the problems where, you know, you have to explain to people that this is your house. Yeah. The good or bad news about owning your own house <laughs> is you can do anything you yes. want to it. Yeah. yeah. You want to paint it purple like Barney the Dinosaur? Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, if you want to put a nail in the wall, great. Yeah. Uh, the bad news is if you put a nail in the wall and hit a pipe, it's your problem too. That's right? true you know, too. You don't That's get to true. call the landlord. So um, is there certain areas where y'all are um, building these houses? Um, most of them have been, um, the, there's one called Joyous Circle. It's mm-hmm. behind um, It's behind the Salvation Army, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a whole set down by the Ezra Carroll School. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't think it's about picking a neighborhood or anything else. It's about where we get property. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the pro- um, property's given to you. The property's been given to us. Okay. Um, so the current one we're on is on... I think I'm, if I'm saying it's Fourth Avenue, I believe, yeah. not yeah. Fourth Street. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was, um, we had property, as I said, over by the Ezra Carroll School. I think it's 13th Street. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, 13th Avenue. I'm never sure. 13th which Avenue. I, I can't do my it's avenues Avenue. and streets. Avenue. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and that property was was donated to us, and we actually had another ten lots behind it, and we had hoped that the city was going to put a road in so that we could build on those ten lots. The city basically told us they weren't going to put in a road because it was very expensive and yeah. it's not in the budget. Yeah. Um, and we got fortunate enough that um, through a chance meeting between our board member and one, and a school board member, uh, they made a trade, mm-hmm. and they traded. 
uh, the property that's that's over there by the Ezra Carroll School because they can then put pods or, or yeah. parking lots mm-hmm. or whatever else they want on that property. And they gave us what it, my understanding it was the old G.W. Jackson School, mm-hmm. which some of that property. Yes. Where the Boys and Girls Club is located. Right. At. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in fact, when we dug our first foundation, we found a piece of the old school. So, yeah, um, I we, did we, we buried it again <laughs> yeah. for now. Yeah, I did hear that. So how can somebody b- volunteer for the organization? Volunteering I know, I know is actually that's a, really, really simple. So, yeah. so um, we've, we've, if you're over 18, show up at the build site, and on a Saturday morning at uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, we will feed you breakfast and we will put you to work. Mm-hmm. And it's you really don't, simple. You don't have to have previous experience yes. doing that. Um, there's a lot of mentoring that goes along with um, being able to help. So, so do y'all solicit for volunteers? We're always soliciting volunteers. Uh, we have a volunteer coordinator who is forever soliciting churches. Mm-hmm. Um, they th- Most of the Navarro teams come and, and do it because I guess they all have service mm-hmm. requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Yeah, from the yeah. college. So we're forever hoping for people. So who started Habitat for Humanity? So my understanding is it was started by uh, Father Monk, and um, I mean, like Nash, like a national. That one I don't know. Don't know. No, I know uh-huh. it started in the Atlanta area. Uh-huh. Um, I know the former president Jimmy Carter Jimmy is Carter very, is very now. still oh, built yeah. houses in that yeah. area. Yeah, I grew up about forty-five miles from his home uh-huh. in South Georgia, so I've always been aware of it. Um, never had an opportunity to to plug in until I moved here, and John and I became friends, and he was on the board and invited me to. So yeah, consider. so to keep it to keep it fresh on people on on your people's mind as far as in the community, mm-hmm. you know, it's just all about you know just continue just to push it out there, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you know you go quiet, and I'm like, uh, are they still around, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so um, that's a, the important the, piece of it. I mean, for us, the quiet part is really that our biggest uh, our biggest fundraiser every year was called meet and skeet it was usually held in the end of september Mm -hmm. beginning of october and that was a place where we made a lot of noise we had a lot of Mm -hmm. really good people that would donate stuff to Mm -hmm. us and and of course all the shotguns make a lot of noise yeah (laughs) uh, yeah um but we haven't had that for three years and we weren't able to put it together this year Mm -hmm. um we have we are exceptionally grateful to the community because Uh, a lot of people are still donating pretty yeah, good money we have and a recognizing very, our cause. We have a very giving community. I yes, can't say do. that. Yeah. I can't say that. So what do you see the future of Habitat is going to continue to grow and, um, you know, as far as that? Because it is a, is a nonprofit, yes. yeah. nonprofit mm-hmm. organization. So, so. Yep. I, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. We're, we're in our awkward teenage years, is what I would say. <laughs> yeah. um, and I say that because... Like in Dallas, they're they're the people who pay the mortgages on those houses pay enough money that they they they've got two or three houses going all the time, yeah. and the money coming in just takes care of of building all of the houses, yeah. Um, and they're able to have you know full time CEO, full time mm, CFO people yeah. to take care of all of the things. Yeah. Um, we've been very fortunate in the past to have people take care of of the administrative stuff for no money. Uh, We're finally paying somebody for for part-time, but in a perfect world, we would get to the place where we had one person full-time who just made sure that that, you know, the trains ran on time as it may be. Yeah, yeah. So we we hope in the next year or so we'll be able to to do that. That's probably our our biggest challenge as far as the 
the volunteer or the organization here in yeah. Corsican. It has. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I really appreciate the information, and I'm sure that those that are watching and those that are listening, you know, where can how can they contact you if they want to get involved? And so, then also the app, the application. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I never have the the phone number at hand, but if you uh, <laughs> if you Google course if you Google Habitat for Humanity of Navarro County, okay, um, you will call the office, which is over at um, wow, which church is it? I can't remember. It's the Episcopal, Episcopal Church. Church. Okay. Yes. Right. yes. Um, and you will speak to Janice, who's our um, who's our uh, our manager. Mm-hmm. And Janice will be more than happy to send you a, a an application. Okay. And what about volu- if you want to volunteer? If you want to volunteer, mm-hmm. you can also call Janice, and she will refer you to um, Mrs. Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mrs. Green is our volunteer coordinator. And uh, if I'm going to shout out to anybody, it's Mrs. Green. She does more work. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's Absolutely. really an amazing lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Houston, is any okay? So I want to say thank you for coming on, sure. and just like I said, for telling us about Habitat for Humanity. Um, I'm sure um, those that are listening and those that are um, watching on YouTube that mm-hmm. get involved. And then mm-hmm. if you know somebody that want, is in that wants to try to get a house, tell them to, to go and contact Janice to get an application and fill it out because they say they start making their decisions around January. Absolutely. So if I always give my guests an opportunity to give a shout out, so anybody like to give a shout out to, so go ahead and give a Actually, shout out. I'm, I'm going to, and, and I'm going to screw this one up, <laughs> but I want to shout out to all of our volunteers, mm. um, all of our uh, board members, and more than that, um, all of the local businesses who, who give us money and cut the bills mm. and whatever else. Um, we could not do that without all of these people. I mean, yeah. there's, we just have, yeah. we have more and more amazing people come out there. I'm so amazed when we get things done in a huge way. And mm. it's, it's just because of our volunteers. Well, that's awesome. Houston. Well, I, I uh, want to shout out our our guests, maybe encourage those people that um, might be a little bit afraid of putting in an application yeah. and working through seeing if they could end up owning their own home. Yeah. Um, uh, I would just encourage you to, start the process now um, and just because you're not selected this year doesn't mean you can't qualify another year yeah um, so keep applying keep learning yeah we don't we don't keep a list um, we we give out what we have mm-hmm. um, and there is no list so if you don't like Houston yeah. said if you don't get your house this year you can, please put yeah. it on you know Try it again next, yeah. next and, time. and you never know what happens I mean, yeah you know yeah yeah absolutely okay awesome mm-hmm. well Thank you um, always for supporting this Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. Um, I always look forward to my guests and those that um, come on and talk about, you know, what they're passionate about. And for those that um, are, you know, just really just get into Habitat for Humanity. You know, it's a very important organization and it helps people get homes, Mm. families get homes. So y'all have a, I'm going to go ahead and close out this podcast. So y'all have an awesome evening and have a good week. Thank you. Thank you. This is a Legacy Recording Studio production.